0: Welcome to the Fearless Mom podcast, where our goal is to give practical tips and tools to help moms actually enjoy parenting. Whether you're watching or listening by yourself or you're with a group, we're just so glad that you've joined us. And remember, we never wanna add to your already long to-do list. We just wanna help you be intentional with what you're already doing. hey guys and welcome to the fearless mom podcast i'm julie richard i'm here with i'm julia fortman and we are excited to start a series well we talked about different things to call it parenting out of a pandemic um we also said depending on where you live Um, However the pandemic is currently affecting you, our goal is to parent forward. So let's call it parenting forward, no matter where you are. Because in some areas, I know my sister was just visiting her daughter in college. She said there's no evidence of the pandemic at all there. And then I have friends in Canada who just went on another, actually more extreme Lockdown. So and we've got everything in between. So no matter where you are, our goal, our prayer is that at the end of this series, you've got some tips and tools how to parent forward from wherever you've been to
1: wherever we want to go. How about that? Yes, absolutely. And so as we get into this, we're going to assess where we've been, where we are now and where we're going. And I heard a really great quote from our very first Fearless Fighter Award winner, Kendall Harvey. And she um, said, in order to move move forward, you have to know what you're moving forward from. And so we're gonna take some time to look at where where we've been, where we are, and where we're going um, through three topics. We're gonna look at our attitude, we're gonna look at solitude, and we're gonna look at gratitude. Um, And we've also got a few guest speakers lined up to talk about some of the changes that have happened through the pandemic. Some of the big changes, shifts that have happened in families and schools and churches. Um, and the people that we're um, bringing in, I think we'll have some really good insight for and interesting things to share with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I
0: also want to remind you that we um, uploaded again or reloaded, I guess you would say, the mindful thinking series that we did a while back because we'll be referring to a lot of those um a lot of the research, or um, maybe some of the tips and tools that we use back then, that are very helpful right now. So if you haven't, take the time to listen. There are three sessions in that mindful thinking, and um, we encourage you to do that. All about um, mindfulness and the growth mindset and um, mindful thinking. Yeah, it, it's it's a game changer. I think we've learned so much about ourselves. So absolutely, you know, I, I think that's been pretty huge. And I think that as we move forward, as we parent forward, Julia, one of the One of the things we've realized is that yes we can teach so many parenting strategies but the most effective parenting strategy is to be the best you that you can be Mm -hmm. is to understand yourself Mm -hmm. and because i say all the time we don't want to add to your to-do list we just want to help you be more intentional with what you're already doing and a big part of that is vocabulary and posture and so if you figure out your own response to the pandemic, your own response to transitioning forward, then your vocabulary will naturally benefit your children. Absolutely absolutely and where can they find that mindful thinking series the mindful thinking series is on this podcast here and so um you can listen to it it's just the the three podcasts listed right before this one and then also you could go to our website and it's under the frequently watched so you could see if you're a video watcher if that holds your attention better than just listening and so um that is there for you at fearlessmom.com under videos I think, and videos are tucked under resources, I think. I think so. so
1: yeah. I think that so. we've changed it a couple of times. I think that's where, think it, that's is where right it is right now. that's where it is right now, yeah. So our goal today is to assess your attitude, to think about your mindset, um, and consider how you have handled the stress of the, the pandemic and where you are. Um, we've been through a lot. There's been so many ups and downs, and just the, I know that I, I never realized how much I took for granted certain, certainty and the predictability of and stability of my life. Until I would tell you that
0: most of us, particularly if you have children in activities, mm-hmm. we live and die by the schedules mm-hmm. and um, our school schedule. And then, and, and with us, even though we're empty nesters, the church is pretty much driven by the school calendar in our area mm-hmm. because uh, family is such a huge part of um, where we live. And so I, I would agree with you. I think when we talk about, um, looking at your attitude and assessing your attitude first before you can move forward going back to what Kendall said, knowing where you are so you know where you're you're moving from, um, is we we have to choose to look at it with curiosity and and, and no judgment. Mm -hmm. So it's more about saying where am I and what... If we're not careful, if we're not intentional, we can get frustrated with where we Mm -hmm. are. We can feel guilty about Mm -hmm. where we are. And then shame sets in. And we know that guilt is the enemy of forward progress. And what are we talking about here? How to parent forward. forward. And so when we look at how um, how we've handled the last, let's say, 14 months, maybe you're not as far along as you would be maybe you i know i have a tendency to look at it and go wow i wish i'd taken better advantage of it or i should have done this or should have done that and our counselor, Dr. Thurman, says, you know, be careful, don't should all over yourself. He said, don't don't should, uh, pardon my language, but that was a quote. <laughs> but he says that, you know, be careful because you can live in that I should have done. And our goal here is to say, let's see things as they truly are right? before we
1: move forward. And, I, that's and I've heard it as don't get caught up in a should storm because oh. the should storms lead to shame. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. that's another
0: way of mm-hmm. saying it. And so when we look at where we are um, to see how to move forward and as we assess our attitude and our mindset about the pandemic, um, you know, there have been everyone has handled it differently, but everyone has been impacted right and to some degree or another you've been impacted by the pandemic not one human being has not been some people have been positively impacted maybe their business is one that you know doubled or tripled because of the pandemic or maybe there was there was a business that shut down maybe their children um thrive because they are a family of introverts or maybe they struggled because mm-hmm. um you know they they needed that community or because um academically or um if you have a child with who needs occupational therapy or physical therapy, but
1: everyone's affected just to different degrees. Some families were, made their own little family quarantine and grew closer and others are spread out across the country or the globe and haven't been able to see each other. Right. And and everything in between. And so I I think as we, as we look
0: at that and the, Our drift to compare, we have to fight that Mm -hmm. and say, this is my reality. This is what I'm dealing Mm -hmm. with. This is how I've handled it. This is the state of where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have to look at it with honesty and humility and um, without judgment or comparison.
1: Right. I was listening to a podcast um, a while ago, and um, there was a psychologist talking about Um, the stress of the pandemic and how they're seeing rises in anxiety and depression and she said I I have a hard time just looking at the numbers because it should happen what we've been through has been hard and so to normalize it that there has been stress for all of us and if you're feeling some of these um, anxious thoughts or feeling sad about things or if you are um, losing your train of thought These are all normal symptoms as we're coming out of it. And to give yourself some space for it, not try to shove it away, not try to say I shouldn't feel this way or I should be feeling better, but to allow it to just be. I love how you have taught moms to... write your feelings down on something and set it on the table and look at it look at it with curiosity
0: Mm -hmm. and so even if you go back you know we we talk about the feelings chart for children but actually if if you're going to go through this process all right before we move forward as a family let me figure out i can't lead forward until i know where i am you Mm -hmm. know and so look at it with curiosity and compassion Mm -hmm. i think that's important because our reflex is to compare and to say I should be doing better I shouldn't be, be feeling that way um, we're so fortunate compared to this family or it could be worse we could be living in this country or whatever um, you know I know so and so lost a family member it, it's not about comparison it's right. about evaluating where you are this is our reality and so um, take your feelings chart and look at your feeling name it
1: mm-hmm.
0: claim responsibility for it um, is there anything you can do to, um, you know, improve your situation, and then so, uh, and then strap it in, you know? right? Make sure that
1: it's not in the driver's seat, right? Running your
0: car, driving, it's not your car. driving
1: the car. I believe
0: I heard that from David Thomas um, from Raising Boys and Girls. He said our, our feelings are important; they're real, but we don't want them driving the car. Um, so we, it, it's not. Driving, It's not in the driver's seat, nor is it in the trunk. We don't act like it doesn't exist. We strap it in the back seat. We name it and, um, you know. Come on, let's go for a ride. (laughs) But with curiosity and compassion, saying it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's something I can do with that feeling that can help myself, help others. You know, Mm -hmm. everything can be used for God's glory and for the good of others. Yeah,
1: and I find, too, sometimes when I just simply write down, um, and put the word to it, it yeah. loses its power, and it's no longer as um, heavy on my shoulders. I, oh, okay. I do think so. I, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. I There is
0: actually science to back that up, just naming it and, and calling it out, but if you look at it as it, shame is like mold, it grows in the dark. Mm-hmm. If you don't name something, it stays in the dark. And we know that God is light. And he says, bring, you know, bring truth into the light. And so when you say it out loud, you bring it into the light. Mm-hmm. And, and I do think it, it kills the shame attached to it. So mm-hmm. I, I think part of the um, practice is just seeing it for what it is. And then saying, I feel that way now, but I won't feel that way forever. Mm-hmm and so getting that hope and control is there something i can do in response to that feeling um that can move us forward that can move me forward
1: what if you're having trouble connecting with your feelings or you are you feel like you're stuck in a rut what are some of the other things that you teach and talk about
0: when we talk about um are you talking about like the mindfulness activities Mm -hmm. and things like that um so we talk a lot about mindfulness and again I I can't say it enough we go into detail in the mindful thinking series but the the breathing is so critical Mm -hmm. and mindfulness so taking that time to stop so for me that's in the morning I know for you you said your quiet times at night Mm -hmm. and so when I say quiet time I mean time alone um, Mm -hmm. in solitude Mm -hmm. and um, alone with God alone with my breathing uh, just everything shuts off And so mindfulness means being fully aware of the present and fully aware of your thoughts, feelings, and physical sensations. So taking time to just sit. For me, it's with my coffee, um, and then Matt comes in. We have that time together, and then I'll have my quiet time in prayer and scripture reading reminding Mm -hmm. myself of truth so i think that's pretty important so my mindfulness involves all of that we Mm -hmm. say all the time that we take a growth mindset and layer it with a god mindset to give you a fearless mindset so um and then the breathing activities don't forget the exhale part of the breathing activity so the inhale is so important but the exhale is just as important if not more so And so we list a lot of breathing activities in there, but that's pretty critical. And then acknowledging the positive effects of movement and and acknowledging the positive effects of movement outside Mm -hmm. in green space, and Mm -hmm. it can be exercise or it can be just strolling. And so that literally changes the physiology, which changes how your body is processing the stress. Because there is a physical response, whether you acknowledge it or not, your body is experiencing stress. And so um, I I think being aware, being mindful, doing your breathing and moving, and then use the gifts of scent and sound for positive. Uh, We underestimate the role that that plays. Um, And so if, if there is a smell for you that takes you to a place of safety Uh, we heard this we both listened to this um podcast where she said um scent is so powerful that it actually skips you know you don't have to be intentional it takes you immediately you don't have to be intentional with your thinking to remember the place of safety the scent overrides your prefrontal cortex
1: and takes you there right isn't that amazing it is so amazing and i've i've had that experience cedar trees take me back to this cottage that my grandparents used to go to in cape cod when i was at the oldest eight But every time I go right there, it
0: just it's it's amazing how powerful that is another reminder of how powerful our minds are. Right. But I do think so. I, I think that understanding that and finding a scent that does that for you whether it's lavender that Mm -hmm. calms you for me it is that um, Christmas candle Mm -hmm. that makes me think of my parents house at Christmas and I every year I can't wait to put them out again because it takes me there but scent is powerful and we can be intentional because we know it's powerful let's use it for good Mm -hmm. so find a scent that takes you to a place of safety Um, and then sound is pretty big And, and so for me um, I've said this before. Obviously, worship music shifts your mind. Mm-hmm. It, it changes your mindset because that can just play over and over. Those truths that many of those worship songs, um, you know, repeat and just or you're singing it and you don't even realize you're singing it, you know. But then also for me, a calming effect is James Taylor, mm-hmm. and my kids know. I mean, I Siri play James Taylor greatest hits. I do it all the time, and it's crazy. I can feel my heart rate slow Mm -hmm. down my blood pressure lower my breathing slow I'm telling my body this is a safe place this is a safe time so the science shows everyone's been affected by the pandemic yes we've all been affected differently but we've all been affected and therefore we've all experienced some sort of stress Mm -hmm. and so your body's feeling it even and part of the stress is that the extreme feelings people had about the pandemic right so everything from this virus is dangerous to this virus is dumb it doesn't even exist and everything in between Mm -hmm. and and we're Mm -hmm. not even going to go there Mm -hmm. let's just acknowledge that that's out there Mm -hmm. and no matter where you fall on that spectrum it's affecting you physically and so i think it's important that we acknowledge that no matter what you think about it, mm-hmm. or where you think we should be, where you, th- it, no matter how you think, you know it should have been handled. It is what it is. Our bodies have felt the stress. Now, what are we going to do? What with are we going to do with Assess it? Assess yours,
1: right? Assess where you are. Figure and out so where you are. And so, that's something I really want to encourage you all to do is to consider where are you um, as we are moving forward, and things in different parts of the country are starting to open up. I know in some parts of the country, schools just opened back up for the first time. And we're starting to see around here, um, businesses, are everything's back at full capacity. We're hearing that the football stadiums are going to be at 100% capacity, which is a big deal in Texas Huge. in the fall. Um, and so as we're starting to, we've been told for a year that we are a threat to one another. Mm-hmm. And that has caused us sim- sim- similar yes. physiological yes. Um, changes in our you body. Bet. And so as we're now, as more and more people are getting vaccinated or um are feeling safe around each other? How are you doing with that, with those changes? Um, you know, in the, I think it's in the mindful thinking or maybe it was in, it was an Own Your Mind Business um, that Julie talks about feelings are real but not reliable and thoughts are powerful but not accurate. And in that same podcast, it was an On Being podcast um, They, a psychiatrist or a psychologist was talking about um, how your your brain is powerful, but it's actually not that smart. Um, And she said, for example, if I ask you right now to close your eyes, so I'm gonna ask you that, close your eyes. And I want you to know that right here, I am cutting up a lemon and I'm slicing it up and I'm gonna pass it out to each one of you. And you're gonna take it, you're gonna put it in your mouth. So right now I want you to put that lemon, imagine that lemon slice going in your mouth and close your mouth on that, and inevitably your mouth is watering and you are kind of, probably kind of cringing at the um, sour taste of the lemon. Isn't that crazy? It is, but that is how powerful our brains are, yes. but not accurate, there is not a lemon in your mouth. Um, and so as things are, are shifting, I noticed, I, I remember um, it was so weird in lockdown when there was no cars on the road and in Austin, that is huge because traffic has (laughs) been horrible for the past few years and so um but now i noticed as more and more cars are on the road it kind of makes me uncomfortable again is it safe for everyone to be out is it okay for all these cars to be on the road um going into uh, sending kids back to school it was kind of a is this okay should we be doing this is it safe again um i've been in stores now where people aren't wearing masks even though we have the mask mandate but starting to see like okay you know people are starting to feel safe again um but what comes up with you for you when you start to see some of these changes and looking at that those feelings with curiosity you know my whole family you know this um, we actually all had COVID at the end of january and and um thankfully no one had any serious um, complications or anything but our first place to come to after we were all recovered was church and on the way to church, I felt this, like, overwhelming sense of relief that I was going to church and I wasn't a threat to anyone else. And how, um, how relieved I was that, oh, my gosh, I, I can't impact, I can't negatively impact anybody else. And so I asked my kids, looking back, and I didn't even know that was a fear I was carrying. Like, I had never put words to it until... I wasn't carrying it anymore right when
0: you transition when you take that step Mm -hmm. forward you'll have feelings that make you aware Mm -hmm. like wow i didn't even know Mm -hmm. that was maybe a burden i
1: was carrying Mm -hmm. or a worry that i had right so i asked my kid two of my three kids were in the car and i said oh my gosh i just realized that i had this fear that i was carrying i'm not and it's gone i i don't have to worry about that anymore I said, "How how about you? What are you grateful for now that you're you're all recovered too?" And my um, daughter had she actually got her positive test result on her eighth birthday. So for her birthday, she got COVID, and she said, "I'm just so glad I didn't die. I'm just too young to die, Mom." And so matter of fact, yes, and I didn't even know. Like we we had to scrape up every ounce of energy we had to make her birthday special. <laughs> <laughs> right. I remember you did a great job. <laughs> and she still cried at the end of the day. And once she said that to me, I thought, and, and my husband and I are like, does she not even realize what we just did, you know? And then I'm like, she thought she was going to die.
0: She did. No
1: wonder she cried. It, there was nothing we could do to make it more
0: special. And I'm going to go ahead and throw in there that you guys are super intentional with the information that your kids receive. You don't have the news on all day. It's not like they're hearing it. You guys aren't talking about it. Um, it, It's amazing what they pick up, even if you've protected, you feel as though you've protected the
1: information coming into your family. Well, they know their lives were so disrupted, school was closed, activities were closed. Um, we had to process like as things open back up is it okay is it safe right but then even grandparents aren't in the stands um at games and so it's still different so no matter what we did that was still a worry so um you know asking your kids how it makes them feel when they start to see things differently I know my uh, same daughter was in um only daughter (laughs) 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 went back to um one of her activities and she came out and said mom There were kids that didn't even wear masks. And I was like, Oh, I thought I thought she's gonna be mad about this because they're not following the rules. And I said, How did that make you feel? She said, Good, mom. I think we're getting close to the end of this. And so
0: So she was seeing it as a positive, but asking her instead of leading Mm -hmm. her, I think is pretty critical. But I allowing them space Mm -hmm. to say, This is how I felt. And this is how I'm feeling right now, as because it will bring about different feelings. Right. And maybe your child has not appeared to be afraid at all, but perhaps the fear, not necessarily, but maybe going back. And, and I, I think that um, a lot of kids, and I know Sissy and David, mm-hmm. um, Sissy Goff and David Thomas from Raising Boys and Girls, said that it a lot of the social worries that middle schoolers and high schoolers have been able to put aside Mm -hmm. because they're comfortable at home and they're doing remote learning. And so now they are, you mentioned Mm -hmm. um, that you have even experienced that, that now a child who was previously very social Mm -hmm. um, and and didn't appear to have those worries, making that transition back to social interaction, back to school, back to um, student activities at church, whatever it is. Is a transition. Let's acknowledge the transition and equip them, give them space to articulate their feelings. And then again, it's about moving forward, right. understanding that our minds are so powerful, so that powerful. our bodies have responded and they send signals to our brains even when we're not realizing it. And I think a, a great scripture here. Um, is Galatians 6, 4, and 5. This has been our theme Mm -hmm. for mindful thinking and um, for... own your mind business, Be pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we're each responsible for our own conduct, so not comparing your feelings, you take responsibility, I'm going to look at them with curiosity and compassion, and then also um, the verse about um, don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by changing the way you think, mm-hmm. for then you will see what God's mm-hmm. will is for your Life is good, please, you know, and pleasing perfect will. And so, understanding the power of the mind, even uh, Paul, you know, understood the power of the mind, the power of thought. And so, I think what we've learned in this pandemic is our body has been getting signals of stress, even if we weren't aware of it. So, being aware of that, naming your feelings, and then moving forward. How do we move forward? And acknowledging that you may be feeling things, Julia, I know you had mentioned about how do you notice when you're ready to move forward or what, what,
1: what, what's happening with you and your mind and your body as you move forward? I know, I know, um, I, I don't know. It was a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago that I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm listening to podcasts again. I, I love reading and I love listening to podcasts. And usually if I'm in the car driving around to 18 million different places for my children, um, that I'll have something on that I'm listening to. And I didn't, I wasn't for a long time, I didn't even notice. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I have the capacity, I'm not worrying about are we gonna make it to this or are we gonna make it to that? Is this kid gonna be in quarantine? Can I make it to this meeting? What are we gonna do about Fearless Mom? Can we meet in person? If we do, how do we set it up? I'm not rewriting everything in my life basically I mean we had had to look at every
0: single decision Mm -hmm. 48 times Mm -hmm. you know the things that we took for granted and were so simple before Mm -hmm. and so as we move out of that Noticing and celebrating. Yes. Noticing the the step forward and celebrating Mm -hmm. the forward progress, the tiniest little steps. Mm -hmm. I know that um, my parents have both been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And so at at the time I had not yet been. And so I went to visit them for the first time. I hadn't seen my dad since um, Christmas of 2019. And um, I'd seen my mom a couple of times, but had uh, the last time, you know, we distanced and all that and so and they'd they'd really been um very very careful and so they picked me up and we went to a restaurant and I'm just I wasn't thinking as much because we've been out and about Mm -hmm. much more um in you know in our family our immediate family and so I'm telling my sisters you know like yeah mom and dad and then we went to eat and they were like mom and dad went to eat at a restaurant and I said Yes, why? And they're like, Julie, that is a really big deal. And so I told them, I'm like, guys, this is a big I, I didn't realize it, and I wanted to celebrate that with them, mm-hmm. that they did it. And I told Mom, I'm like, it's a big deal. How does it feel? And so then we went into town, and for those of y'all who don't know, the show Hometown on HGTV is actually my hometown. And so Laurel, Mississippi, the downtown is just bumping, you know. And it's so exciting what that show has done and what Aaron and Ben have done for our hometown. So I said, Mom, let's go see, you know, downtown. Do you want to go into town to eat today? And Mom's like, I guess I can, and so we went, and it was just—it's um, little things like that mm-hmm. that, and it took mom. I want to tell you like a couple of times, and now it's totally normal. Emily just got back from visiting them. They went into town each day, um, so I. But I, I think she had to realize, like, wow, okay,
1: I can do this again. This was again. a step, and I did. Yes. And I think
0: each step we take, mm-hmm. it's a celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, but I, I also think when we look at our ourselves with curiosity and compassion, we say this all the time in Fearless Mom. It's about self-awareness, not just for self-awareness. It's self-awareness and others' awareness. Mm-hmm. So we give grace and let people move at their own pace. Mm-hmm. It's not my responsibility to make sure everyone else is moving forward too. I'm going to do me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to let her move forward at her pace, let her move forward mm-hmm. at her pace. You do you, I'll do mm-hmm. me, and we'll cheer each other on mm-hmm. along the way. I think we can get very frustrated that um, that polarizing stance that we Um, saw on the news and by the way the news they they do that on purpose to keep us you know riled up so we keep watching and that's okay that's their that's what they do Um, but we choose to say you know what um, there are two extremes and most people fall somewhere in the middle and I'm not responsible for where they fall right I'm gonna do me and I think that's where a lot of the angst and stress has come Mm -hmm. because it's affected so many friendships and so Mm -hmm. many relationships And so as we move forward we got to extend grace. Mm-hmm. We've got to, as, as things get safer, um, step by step in your area prayerfully, then you begin to take the steps that are right for you and be okay with someone who's taking different steps. Mm-hmm. Good grief. We all parent differently. Right. And it's just that all of this has been so, it's so visible because you're mm-hmm. either a mask wearer or a no, no mask. So we were very different before. Mm-hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. that it wasn't quite as visible. Right. And now it's so visible. So we um, glare at each other like, hey, give some space here. Um, And if you're not comfortable going out where people are without masks, then you go to another place. You know, the the world is big enough. So But I I think that extending grace and acknowledging where you are and giving space for her to be in a different Mm -hmm. place. Friends, relatives, whatever it is. Yes. I do think um, that we have to understand that some people... You can't tell by looking at someone if they have an underlying health condition or if they have a fear or if they have a relative with an underlying health condition. And, and who has the time to figure out everybody else's mm-hmm. life? <laughs> you, you take care of you. Right. You do you, I'll right. do me, and we'll cheer each other on along the way. And that goes back to that verse about um, we're each responsible for our own conduct. Mm-hmm. Be kind, be mm-hmm. um, generous with your thought, and be gentle. Um, but I, I do believe that um, understanding the physicality of the last year whether you were aware of it or not and i don't mean just the physicality as in like I spend a lot of time eating, but I'm talking (laughs) about the physicality of how our bodies respond to stress um, and and addressing it. Let's put into practice those mindful activities, the movement, the breathing, um, and even uh, telling our bodies. See, the the slow breathing tells my body, uh, you're safe. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Fast breathing is not just a reaction, Mm -hmm. but you can slow your breathing. And what about putting your heels on the ground, too? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That was another suggestion um, uh, was our the the posture when you are a fight or flight posture you're on your toes so okay now we're going to tell our bodies that we're safe to tell our minds that we're safe to tell our hearts that we're safe so stand on the the balls of your feet or the um heels and mm-hmm. push your heels into the ground and it's it's literal grounding mm-hmm. isn't that interesting it is how it can even i i i i think our bodies and our minds we're learning so much more when god says you know that um, in, in Psalms, when the Bible says that we are created wonderfully complex, mm-hmm. that is a grand understatement. Grand. It, it, it truly is miraculous. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that says, oh, it removes some of the shame. Mm-hmm. It's natural for my body to be feeling this way. Right. It's normal that I'm groggy right now. I'm like, why am I having a hard time focusing? That is a stress response. It's natural for you to... Um, to, uh, to have physical manifestations of this emotional and mental stress that Mm -hmm. everyone's been under. Mm -hmm. And so we normalize it. We call it what it is. We acknowledge it. And then we move forward. And so what I, I tend to say, dig your way out of it, get to work. You can figure it out, move forward. But we said we were recording, um, another, uh, session about, um, Uh, how you view things and how important choice is, how you look at things, your mindset. And I think, you know, I go right to the silver lining. You you Mm -hmm. usually look for the silver lining. It's there. You can figure it out. But you have to acknowledge the cloud Mm -hmm. before you see the silver lining. So acknowledging where you are, how it's affected you, no shame in that, um, and then move forward. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about understanding this better and then helping lead our children
1: forward Mm -hmm. as well. So attitude, assess your attitude. That's what our job is today. Yeah. And next week, we'll get into getting out of survival mode.
0: I am excited Mm -hmm. about that because you're talking about scheduling, not just your mentality, but your physical getting out of survival mode. And Mm -hmm. we know that that's why we're calling it Parenting Forward because no matter where you are, everyone's parenting at a different pace right Mm now um, in a different place. And so understanding that you are affected, everybody to a different degree, um, but we can move forward. God is good. God is faithful. And even in this season that you feel like, wow, maybe this was a year. I've heard people say I lost a year mm-hmm. or we lost 14 months or whatever it is. We know from God's word, his promises that in his economy, nothing is wasted. Mm-hmm. So even if you would do it all again, totally differently, we know it's not wasted mm-hmm. that Everything will be used for his glory and your good if you choose to use it that way. And so that's what we want to do. We want to learn from this year and say, what have we learned about our bodies? What have we learned about how stress affects us? And what can we take from this 14 months that will help us for the rest of our lives and that will help our children for the rest of their lives? What an opportunity ahead. It is. What an opportunity. So looking forward to next time. And next time we're talking
1: about what? The value of struggle. The value of survival mode.
0: Getting out of survival mode. Mm -hmm. We cannot wait. And we will see you next week. We're so glad you joined us today. You can get more resources and information at fearlessmom.com.